Hi friends, my name is Kelly Rowland and this is my podcast, Brazen and Brave. So since I was a teenager, I have prayed to God that I would live a life that isn't limited by my own beliefs and that I would really go after and be brave and live the life that God has called me to live. And that's really what this podcast is about. In every single episode, we are going to dig into the word. We're going to have real conversations and be honest, real humans to talk about how can we live a life that is brave? How can we live a life that is bold and courageous? And how can we take steps and take action and be unafraid about what the world has to say about it? Friends, I hope you're excited as I am. So let's dig into this episode of Brazen and Brave. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Brazen and Brave podcast. I hope all of you are doing amazing, fantastic, that this Christmas season has been a blessing to you so far. I know I have way too much on my plate, but that's just how it goes. But they're all good things. And so I'm just thanking the Lord for the many, many blessings that are in my life and my family's life. And I hope that you feel the same way this holiday season. And today on the podcast, I want to pull something from that really struck me like a ton of bricks on my head that I really needed to hear from the Bible study I'm going through, which if you have been listening, you know, I love Priscilla Shire and I've done almost all her studies and this is one of the last I haven't done, but I'm going through her book, um, Jonah, Navigating a Life Interrupted. And it's been really fantastic, just like deep diving into Jonah. If you grew up in church or even if you didn't, you probably know about Jonah and the well, right? But this book has really unearthed so much more context about the history the background, the meaning, and it's been so amazing. So, and actually the other morning, I've also been reading Luke because it is the Christmas season. And I like kind of digging into New Testament around the same time. I did that last year. I read all of New Testament right around the same time, like the end of the year, and it was great. So I've been reading Luke, but the other morning I was sitting there with my Bible and I was sitting there with this study and I just felt the Lord like, pull me to the study. And I was like, really? Rather me do Jonah than like straight to the book, like straight to the word. And I was like, okay, I'm going to read Jonah this morning. And I shouldn't be surprised because that's just how God works. But I was like, okay, (laughs) now I know why I needed to read this because I needed it. I needed to be convicted by what I read and I needed to like put what I learned inside my heart and keep it there and and do what I learned. And so that's what I want to share with you is really what I learned because it was so, so good. And I think it's so applicable to our daily lives. Plus, I feel like maybe like if you are someone like let's say you're a Christian and maybe you're a baby Christian and you're overwhelmed or maybe not even a baby Christian, like 
middle Christian. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but let's say you're overwhelmed by like the great commission of like, go and make disciples, go to all nations. And that feels very overwhelming and you don't know where to start. I feel like what I learned about kind of context of that, the great commission and kind of what that word means, it really put it in a new light for me. And it really opened up like my heart to how I go and make disciples. So I wanted to share context of like how I came about that morning because I feel like that's so cool. Just to encourage you, like I talk about this all the time, but the Lord is going to nudge your heart. And so be open to those nudges and go when he nudges you. So again, we're talking about Jonah and I'm in this book and basically what she's talking about is she's talking about like Jonah 3.3 where it says, so Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of God. And as you know, God called him to go and preach to the people of Nineveh. He did it the first time. He asked Jonah, well, we know what happened. Jonah got swallowed up by a big fish, spat back out, and God said, go again. Same, pretty much the same um, calling, go to Nineveh, preach my word. And she's saying that it's very similar to the Great Commission, which is what Matthew 28, 19 is referred to. So I'll read that now. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So a lot of action verbs there. I love that about the Bible. It's not just like telling us truth. It's telling us truth, but then it's telling us to act on them and to do something. And that's what this is. It's a commission. So those verbs are go, make disciples, and baptize them. And what I love that Priscilla does, and I am a nerd. If you don't know that, I'm definitely a nerd. But, and I love when like I'm at church and the like our preacher breaks down the meaning of a word. Because when I understand a word, especially because it's been translated so much from its original meaning, but what I love about this, bear with me, is that in Greek, go, the word go, is an aorist participle, which bear with me, means it takes on the mood of the command, which is make disciples. Therefore, when you translate it, it's more accurately used and means going. So let me just stop there. Rather than go, which I think of sometimes you might translate this as, well, this is a, something I'm not doing now, but that I need to do later of go and make disciples. And in many cases, absolutely, we have a lot of ministry work out there and going to all nations is important and it isn't a part of the Great Commission. My dad does mission trips in other countries. It's so important that we do mission trips in other countries. We do specific missions in our churches. Maybe you go volunteer in a soup kitchen, right? There's so many different ways that we give back and serve the Lord and disciple. And that is so important. And, but what I think happens here, and I've even talked to people recently about this, is that while it could be future tense, like I'm going to go and make disciples by doing this mission trip or acting in this serve ministry, so on, so forth. What this is saying, if you go back to the actual translation, it says going, going and making disciples. That means it's present 
and future tense. It's something not that you can do later, but that you can do now. And not only that you can do now, but that we should be doing now. And when I read this, I was like, oh my goodness, that is so, so, so good. And she offers you an opportunity to like, write, how are you doing this today? Like, what are you doing today? So I wrote today, I'm going about working, wifing, momming, and sharing, because I do share the word of God a lot. And that really hit me so hard and it convicted me because while I am so involved at church, and I haven't always been that way, I love what I do at church. I lead a life group. I'm on lead a team, our hospitality team, and it's so amazing. And I do get a lot of opportunities to interact with new people at our church, to interact with people maybe going through a hard time, people that need prayers. Just in my teams in general, we get to pray for each other and encourage one another, and that is so important. But what I love about this and what I want this podcast to be about is kind of making the Great Commission, not making it easier because that sounds silly, but making it more applicable or making us all realize that it doesn't have to be something that happens later or something we have to plan elaborately or something that can happen when we're ready, right? It's something that happens now in whatever you're doing. In any place, in any situation, with any person, the Great Commission is something we can do now because of the how, what that word means. It means going. I love that so much. And so what I was thinking about as I was writing, like wifing, momming, I was like, you know, that is the most important thing I can do. The Great Commission of ensuring that and I wrote in the margin on my own, I said, I want to act from the spirit and not from the flesh to protect my home from attacks from the enemy. And it just has to be a part of my day to day life. And it is a choice that we make day in and day out to pick up our cross, to choose to cover ourselves with his armor rather than allowing the enemy to dictate our actions, our emotions, and our thought patterns. And it starts at home. And so I just want to encourage you today that may, like, no matter where you are in your walk with the Lord, like all of us are called to the Great Commission. And I don't think that any one of us have a hall pass. Like if we know the Lord and we choose to serve him and if we've given him our heart, then we are a part of his kingdom. We are his daughter, his son in Christ. Like, and so with that, there is this responsibility and this calling to go make and baptize. And so I hope this is making sense, but what I loved from learning about what that word meant, it kind of made that great commission, it gives us a place to start. It doesn't have to be in your future. It doesn't have to be something complicated. It doesn't have to be in a different country. I think we absolutely have to have people to go to our different countries, but I think that it starts in our direct circles first. If we're uncomfortable or if we don't want to, or if we're unwilling to carry out the Great Commission in our closest circle, then we will not reach 
people outside our circle. And, and the effects of how we're reaching people will be much less. And I believe that to my core. And I just felt so convicted of just, Lord, help me act from the spirit and not from the flesh so that I do not hinder my family, that I do the opposite, that, that I help build them up in their walk, that by living according to your will and by walking in your spirit, like I am helping create, I am speaking life into my home. I am protecting my home from the enemy. I'm protecting my friend groups from the enemy. Like we are growing in our walk together because we're growing in discipleship. We're being sanctified and becoming closer to the Lord. And I just want to encourage you again, like I believe the Great Commission applies for everyone. I don't think anyone is exempt. So that's number one. Like, I don't believe any of us are exempt from that. And I believe we're going to do it differently, right? Not all of us are going to go to Nicaragua or Africa or all the different places in the world. Not all of us are going to serve on the same ministries. We're not supposed to. We're all wired differently. God created us differently because he wanted us to reach all corners of the earth and go into all these different places and to use our talents for his kingdom in different ways, because that's what it's going to take. But I do believe that while that's true, all of us, all of us have the ability to start where we are today and we can be going now. It's not going to be something we do later. Well, it might be something we do later, but that we can absolutely start now. And really what I gather from this and like the Great Commission is that it's just a part of who we are at our core. And when we take on that identity and when we take on that responsibility, and I've really been, you know, really like meditating and praying on this, that I would take as much care if not more of like having like that great commission, like ensuring that I'm doing that with my closest circles, with the people that live in my own home, with my own family, with my own friends, with my coworkers. Like I need to get so comfortable, willing, able to be a light and live in God's truth and share God's word and not be ashamed of the gospel. Like that is so important. And I want to just encourage you that sometimes the great commission might sound so hard or it might sound like something other people can do or it's other people's responsibility. And so this podcast is definitely not to call someone out and be like, are you doing the great commission? <laughs> like not at all. Um, Cause I know I can do such a better job of caring about carrying out my role of going out and making disciples. But I wanted to share this because I want to encourage you that you are absolutely able equipped exactly where you are right now to go and make disciples, right? It's as simple as growing in your faith, right? The more, and it's so, so often I'm just so, it's like a self-reflection of Kelly. Are you putting in the work? Are you putting in your daily devotional time, like spending time in God's word? Are you praying like you know that you need to? I know when I pray with my husband every single morning, our marriage is going to be better than ever. Are we doing those things? And if so, why not? And 
I think it just starts with us always like a reflection. Well, how, how am I doing on my walk? Not in a judgment kind of way, but just like a, Hey, how am I doing? What can I do to ensure that my faith is strong? Again, that I'm acting from the spirit and not from the flesh to protect those around me. And so I think it's as simple as reflection of how we're doing in our own walk. You know, um, after that assessment, what can we do to be stronger in our faith? So therefore, we're automatically going to be a light to others that we're going to help um, guide, be there in the best kind of way for others. And then we can go right into our circles. We can share God's love. We can share what he's done in our life. We can pray for those around us. We can invite our best friends to church. We can invite our neighbors to church. We can just be kind, like just offering kindness and light and joy. It costs so little. It costs so very little, but the the benefits are endless, are absolutely endless. So if you're feeling overwhelmed or if you've always been like the Great Commissions, that's just not for me. I just want to stop you and say that it absolutely is and that it doesn't have to be complicated and that you have someone in your life right now that needs you. 100%. You have someone in your life right now that needs you. It doesn't have to be a stadium full of people like Priscilla Shire speaks to. I'm grateful for people like her who reach so many. And you don't have to organize a full-blown mission trip to Africa. I'm grateful for those people that do that. We need people like that. But you are fully equipped to carry out the Great Commission in your close circle. And you're doing it now. I mean, I think about that and I talk about that sometimes, but like you are influencing someone right now. We influence people whether we like it or not. On social media or not, you are an influencer in someone's life. Someone is watching you. Someone is looking up to you. Someone's waiting to see what you're going to do. Someone's waiting to see how you're going to react. Someone's waiting to see how you're going to treat someone. I guarantee you that. And so I just want to encourage, again, I've said encourage 15 times this podcast, and I know I'm all over the place. I probably should come out with an outline. (laughs) But like Priscilla said, the word go means going, meaning it's an act of something you're doing now. It's an active part of your life. So how will we be in the active parts of our life? How will we act according to the Great Commission in the things that we do day to day? in our encounters, in our responsibilities. It is a hefty responsibility. It is, when you really think about it. It's a weight. It's a weight that Jesus has entrusted us with um, when he He left this earth and he ascended and he left us with this this marching orders to go. Go on behalf of me and share, share the great things I have done for you. And... I'm going to stop. I could keep going forever. So basically, I just want you to know that you're fully equipped where you are right now to make a difference and bring one person to know the Lord. Can you imagine? And I know so many of you have done it and you haven't even known that you've done this. You don't even know the impact you've made in people's life. But to know that you're the reason that one person knows Jesus and has a seat in heaven. What an incredible feeling that is. So 
you don't have a hall pass from the Great Commission, but it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be something legendary. Getting one person into heaven is legendary. What an honor that is. And you right now in your day-to-day have the opportunity to make that happen. As you're going today, tomorrow, and the rest of your week and the rest of the year, just ponder and think on how we have a part of the Lord's Great Commission and what you can do to be a part of it. So, sorry for the rambling. I hope this encouraged you in some small way. I love y'all so, so, so much. I think this is going to be the last episode before Christmas. Um, And I just hope you have the merriest of Christmases with your family, with your friends. Um, I hope that we keep Jesus at the center of all the things and we don't forget about what this season is about. And I'm so grateful for each of you. I love you and I hope you have a great day. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Brazen and Brave. If you feel encouraged, if you feel a little bit more bold than when we started today, then I am so excited for you. I want to encourage you to go out, take action, and to go after your goals. And if you feel empowered, give someone some of your light. Share that love. Share that encouragement. And I hope you have an amazing day. And I will see you next time.